Gritty Pretty acknowledges the traditional custodians of country throughout Australia and their connections to land, sea and community. We pay our respect to their elders, past and present, and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples today. This podcast was recorded on Gadigal country of the Eora Nation. Do you know your hyaluronic from your niacinamide? Want to know what slugging is? Have you ever wondered what your favourite celebrities really put on their skin at night to wake up looking like that? Welcome to Beauty Talk, Gritty Pretty's podcast where we talk shop about the biggest trends in beauty. We review the products you need to know and we interview some of the industry's biggest and well-known names. This is Lily Reinhardt. I'm Miranda Kerr. I'm Drew Barrymore. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to Beauty Talk. I'm Rose Garnett, Gritty Pretty's beauty editor, and I'm very excited because today we have a very special guest. We have Naomi Ferreira, who is our amazing editorial and partnerships coordinator. Naomi, it's your first episode on Beauty Talk. How are you today? I am really well. (laughs) I'm very nervous, but I'm very excited. Um, Yes, very good. Just like us having a chat in the office. Which we do way too much of. I think this week we have been speaking in office way too much Mm. because I have not gotten anything done. So here (laughs) we are and it's Friday. (laughs) Yeah, thank God it's a Friday recording. Um, Well, we're going to kick off our episode with Budget and Bougie, which is our favourite segment of the week. So Naomi, your first ever bougie pick. Give it to me. What is it? (laughs) Okay, so I was going to go with something really, really bougie. Mm -hmm. But then I decided we're just going to go in the midsection because today... And all week it's been really hot. So my pick is the Summer Fridays Cloud Dew Oil-Free Gel Cream. You love Summer Fridays. I do. I'm a sucker for Summer Fridays. Anything Summer Fridays and I will literally, I will, I could, if I could eat it, I would. (laughs) Please don't eat it, guys. (laughs) Um, But it retails for $74 from Mecca. Mm, Definitely bougie. Yes. So I would definitely say it's on the bougier side because it is just a very lightweight cream. So it's Mm. similar to Kiehl's. So if you're a Kiehl's favorite, this is another option for you. And it's a little bit less pricey. The reason why I love it, it's because it's a dream for oily combo skin. So if Mm -hmm. you know me, you know that I'm the most oiliest girl in the room always. (laughs) And so I'm always looking for something that is oil-free. Yeah. Um, Also has hydration. So this Mm -hmm. one doesn't compromise on hydration because essentially it has a hyaluronic acid complex, which means it has three different types of molecules that go into the skin on a deeper level. So you're actually going to get really like real hydration Mm -hmm. and you're going to feel silky and soft. That's great because I feel like a lot of oily girls make the mistake of not using a moisturizer which in turn only makes you oilier because your skin is actually dehydrated. Yes. So then you produce more oil to try and like counteract that. Yeah. So that was my issue when then I came across this cream. And so it doesn't just have hyaluronic acid, but it also has papaya enzyme. So the reason why I was drawn to it is because it also lightly exfoliates your face. Oh, great. So like you said, because I have so much oil, Mm. I find that my pores get really clogged. Yeah. And this kind of helps it over time. So it's got that benefit of like you'll have even skin tone and you'll also have that light exfoliation. So I absolutely love this product and it pairs really well under makeup. So if you are a makeup girl and you want your makeup to last and you don't want to look like you have 
fried, like you could fry an egg on your face at the end of the day, then this one is for you. <laughs> I don't know anyone who's going for that look, to be fair. Absolutely not me. <laughs> what is your pick? My bougie pick this week is Hair by Sam McKnight's new Happy Endings Nourishing Balm. Mm. Love the name. Love the name. (laughs) Shout out to Sam McKnight. Um, It retails for $69 from Mecca, so definitely on the pricier side for a hair product. But basically what this is is just a do-it-all kind of one-hit wonder product. So it's a balm that, you know, works to de-fluff, de-frizz and just kind of tame your hair before you blow dry it, which... I love because if anyone's listened to any of the 112 episodes of this podcast, you would know that I've got a lot of hair. Um, So, yeah, I just run it through damp hair right before blow drying. I use, the bottle says to use two pumps. I use about seven. (laughs) So That's how you know you have a lot of hair. Yeah, if that doesn't give you an indication of how much hair I'm working with, I don't know what does. Um, And the formula contains pro-vitamin B5 and shea butter. So I just find it makes my hair look so shiny and hydrated and it smooths it out and it kind of just locks in the style for like three days, which is great because it's so humid in Sydney that that like I could blow dry my hair and then it's curly like four seconds later. And I'm like, great, glad I just spent half an hour blow drying it. Yeah, that's been a real struggle this week. It's been so warm here in Sydney. So hot. Um, So yeah, I just think it's great. And also, even if I'm not blow drying my hair because I swim every day, so generally during the week I don't wash my hair. I'll just like rinse it and put conditioner in. so lucky. I can't do that. Really? My hair is way too fine to not wash it. Like it needs Mm. to be washed at least every second day. Otherwise, again, like my face, the oil's in my hair as well. (laughs) I mean, I just slick it back. See? Yeah. So it probably looks gross. Yeah. No, I feel like that works. It buns in, so it's fine. Um, But yeah, even if I don't blow dry it, I will put this in my ends when my hair's wet and then just like tie it in a bun and wear it in a bun for a few days (laughs) till I actually decide to wash it. I'm a really good beauty editor, guys, I swear. (laughs) Um, But what about your budget pick? Okay. I'm excited for this. Yeah, so my budget pick is actually a lip liner. It is the Rimmel London Lasting Finish Lip Liners. You did a TikTok on these for us, didn't you? I did do a TikTok Mm. on these because I absolutely love it. It's really speaking to me at the moment. We'll link it in the show notes. We will. It actually retails for $10.99, which is a huge deal. because. Yes. Mm. Like I'll, I have many favorite lip liners, but they're normally around the 30 mark. Yeah. A little bit more. So it's almost 20, 20, $20 difference, which That's I love. Crazy. But because I'm a lip gloss, a lip liner girl, mm-hmm. I am um, at the moment, I'm super inspired by that 90s supermodel brown lip look yes. that's going around. You're everywhere. rocking it today. I am rocking it today. <laughs> yeah. I love it. It's all over TikTok. Like some of our favorite celebs, like Alexa Demi from Euphoria, yeah. she rocks a look as well. Yeah. So I was on the search of something that's a little bit more of an uh, affordable option and I came across these liners. So the reason that I really like it is because it's a creamier consistency in comparison mm-hmm. to a lot of its counterparts. So, you know, when sometimes you go to pop on a lip liner, and you're essentially dragging that lip liner. <laughs> yeah, you're dragging your lip across your face. You're like, yes, how is this even Literally. Working? So you have none of that with this product. And because it's creamier, it actually glides and makes for a really precise application. So if you're someone Great. that has a shaky hand. Like me. <laughs> like me. I constantly yes. shake. And you go in. It's just, Watch me try and do winged eyeliner. <laughs> it's just so much easier when it's creamy. So yeah. that's one of the reasons why I like it. My favorite shade at the moment is actually called brownie pie it's number 790 it is a rich 
chocolatey brown colored liner. So it's definitely on the warmer side, but it's super easy to create that 90s supermodel look. So Love if it. you aren't already on it, I think you should go down to Chemist Warehouse. Mm-hmm. I did think you looked like a supermodel when you walked in today. <laughs> so it must be the lip liner. Obviously. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> well, my budget pick for this week is a little bit random. Which, I mean, mm. it's not that different for me. Usually I bring in some random product Something every week. Um, but it's the Gem Coconut Mint Mouthwash. I love this. It's $18 from Gem. <laughs> um, and one of my New Year's resolutions for 2023 was to up my oral care mm. game. Because I feel like it's something that's forgotten in beauty. Oh, 100%. And also as someone who had braces for three years, mm. like you really get obsessed with oral care. And sometimes yes. you forget the older you get, you you just learn to floss. Yes. Really do. I don't even want to tell anyone how long it's been since I went to the dentist. Um, but anyway, that's beside the point. Um, but it seems I'm not the only one as one of my friends actually sat us down on the couch the other day and he ran us through oh his my gosh. flossing routine. I need to know. And it was great. It was actually really helpful. So if anyone would like a tutorial, I can do it on our TikTok. <laughs> We'll get you. I probably won't. I probably won't. Um, But yeah, as part of this, I got sent the Gem Coconut Mint mouthwash, and I was like, "Great, couldn't have been timed better." So I've been trying it out. Not only is the packaging so chic, yes, very chic, which we love because mouthwashes are typically so ugly, and they're also so massive that they don't fit in bathroom cabinets. So you just have to like you don't know what to look at it on the bench, yes, and it's just so annoying because it's so ugly. Um. Really a first world problem, but whatever. <laughs> um, and it's alcohol free. So it works okay. to protect and detoxify the oral microbiome, which I didn't even know was a thing, uh, but of course I have it no is. no idea what that is. And it's scientifically proven to help good bacteria thrive. Okay. So that's, we love that. Yeah. That's what we need. So it doesn't get rid of all bacteria because there's good and bad bacteria. But what does it, what does it taste like? Because they, like mouthwashes don't just look ugly they also taste like horrendous yeah they do they're very aggressive this one is not aggressive okay so as I'm not going to name names but (laughs) as some of the other ones like feel like they're burning when you use them yeah this one is like minty coconutty goodness okay doesn't burn I think that's because it's alcohol free yeah tastes amazing um which I also think is important because it makes me remember to use it yeah I can because when they taste terrible I just like it's so hard, away. yeah, because you don't want to use something that tastes awful. Yeah, so this one I'm, like, excited to use every morning. Oh, and so I've good. also been using the toothpaste as well, which is just a little bonus, but I have tried really the toothpaste. Yeah. And I really like it for something And again, that's more... so chic. Yes, We packaging. need more chic oral care in this world. Yes, we do. Petition for 2023. <laughs> more gem. <laughs> yeah, more gem. All right, so for our discussion today, we are going to be chatting about whether or not foundation is dead. This is metaphorically speaking, of course, (laughs) because foundation is very much alive and well. But I guess we're going to chat about whether or not people are even reaching for foundation anymore and whether people are opting for other options instead. Personally, I don't wear foundation and I never really have because I've never found a formula that is truly perfect. Yeah. And I also think, I don't know if this is just me and I'm just haven't, don't apply it right or what's going on. I think it ages me. I always think it makes me look way yeah, older than I am. It's just so like thick on the skin. Yeah, I just it, feel like it yeah. settles into my lines and it just makes me look crusty and <laughs> I'm not into that look, unfortunately. Um, and I also think because I put so much time and effort into my skincare routine yeah. that I want to show off my skin. I don't want to cover it. 
And I know that's a very fortunate position to be in. Like I'm very blessed to have the most skin. perfect skin. It's really you do. Not. Every time you come into the office, the it's Nori. She's always glowing, just absolutely glowing. Um, but yeah, like it's a fortunate position to be in where I don't have cystic acne or any real problems with my skin. Um, so I'm very grateful in that respect. But I guess that's why I shy away from foundation and go more towards like a spot concealing or even just a light skin tint. But Naomi, you're definitely the one with your finger on the pulse more so Am than I? the rest of us. Yes. You've you're now like the young and hip one I'm of the like team the and I'm the oldie. No way. Yeah. There is absolutely no way. Yeah. <laughs> I've reassigned us. Um so what's your take on the foundation is dead movement? Because you were actually the one that kind of brought this to our attention. And I was like, is foundation. <laughs> foundation was never alive for me, but <laughs> I don't know what everyone else is thinking. Yeah. Okay. So this is such a hard one for me because I guess foundation is still like a part of expressing like your creativity Mm -hmm. when it's part of beauty. I am someone who used to be a full coverage lover. Like I tell you, really, I would have three layers of foundation on every single day. Were you like a full on 2016 makeup baddie? I was. Oh my God. It was so, okay. No, that's amazing. I just never would have thought that for you, but that's incredible. So there is a story. So it all started with (laughs) shout out Desi Perkins because I absolutely love her. If you don't know who she is, she is an American Mexican beauty influencer Mm -hmm. so when I first came across her I was like this Latina knows exactly (laughs) she just knows what she's talking about and I resonated so much with her and she used NARS at that time so if you like haven't used NARS long wear radiant foundation Mm -hmm. then you are not an OG I just need to put it out (laughs) then you're a disgrace (laughs) (laughs) it is it was at the time for me, it was just amazing because I was still figuring out what makeup meant to me. Mm. And so I found my right shade because at the time it had one of the most, the most diverse shade ranges. Yes. And so. NARS has always been pretty good at that actually. Yeah, they've yeah. always been really good at it. I found it really difficult to find, like I find it really difficult to find the right undertone. Yes. Especially when you're in the medium range because mm. there's a lot going on mm-hmm. for everybody. Mm. But anyways, I digress. And so. She put me on my, basically, I got onto my first bottle of NARS and from then I just could not stop wearing foundation. So I would do a liquid or foundation, Mm -hmm. then I would do powdered foundation on top and then I would do liquid foundation over it again. And okay, it sounds horrific. It sounds horrific, but hear me out. It is a bridal makeup hack. Obviously thin layers, but I I wish everyone could see my face right now. I kid you not. Like if you go out at night and you want your makeup to last. It doesn't matter. And you do that. It will not budge. You will literally, you could get back at four o'clock in the morning. You could go for you days and you still look flawless. I'm not even kidding. That's how into it I was. And but does it look, this is just a question from little old naive me. Yes. Does it look like you're wearing a lot of foundation in person? Like I know that it would look like flawless in photos and it would yeah. last ages. But like if I were to look at your skin, would I be like, she's got on a lot of foundation or does it just blend so seamlessly that it just looks like you have perfect skin? I would say both. So it blends okay. well because if you get like obviously there's a whole thing about blending it into the neck and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. You no one wants that. the orange jawline. No, you mm-mm, don't. Mm-mm, you absolutely mm-mm. don't. I found because it's more of a satin finish, even okay. though it's full coverage, it's not too bad. But you can definitely feel that you're wearing foundation. Yeah. You can see that someone's wearing foundation. It's just all about the application. Mm-hmm. But then COVID came along. 
<laughs> and uh, if <laughs> you were around, our little old friend, our little old friend, COVID came along, and that changed my view with foundation completely. Interesting. So this is why I get the whole idea of foundation is dead. I just think that our relationship with makeup and foundation in particular has changed so much. Yeah, so, for sure. Yeah. So with COVID, it was like two years of me being like, I can't wear foundation. Mm. I have nowhere to go to wear <laughs> foundation. And so when I took it off, it was a bit confronting because I felt like I was so used to seeing myself with full coverage makeup. Like I'm talking about full contour, like a full done up eye, so like a done up brow. I'll tell you what I'm going to get you to do. No, absolutely not. I know <laughs> no, exactly I know what you think I'm going to ask, but I'm not going to okay, ask that okay. because I wouldn't make you do that. But I want you to do your old makeup routine for a TikTok yeah. for us. Is that what you thought I was going to ask? I I tried this at Harry Styles last week and I was horrified. This is why. (laughs) And I was shocked. No, it's great. But this is why I think foundation is dead because we've gotten so used to, I guess, with the whole, there is a whole movement at the moment that is appreciating what your skin texture looks like and normalising real skin. And so on the process of figuring out and being like, okay, my skin is, it's an organ. It's going to look a little bit. Mm. wild some days mm-hmm. and some days it's going to have good days and so when I began to appreciate that and just put on a little bit of concealer like a little bit of blush mm. and just kind of powder on top I realized that I actually appreciate who I am so much more yes which 100 yeah. percent. I think as well like COVID was quite good in that respect because yeah. it did make you Confront. even just like the fact that we were looking at ourselves so much like we were on Zoom every day constantly looking at ourselves. Like I've never looked at myself so much in my life. It was terrifying. I, I was like, oh, my God. I think I was in sweatpants the whole entire time. Yeah. And I don't think I, yeah. But it definitely, yeah. I think, just made, like even now, sometimes I, because, you know, as you said, makeup is creative and sometimes I'll be like, oh, I'm going to try this really cool look. And then I put on more makeup than I usually do and then I chuck a tantrum because I'm like, I hate the way this <laughs> makes me look. Right like, like, it doesn't even look like me. Yeah. So I feel like it's kind of moved. Obviously, like, foundation is dead to an extent. It's yeah. definitely moved to a more natural kind of I think it's embracing what your skin is. Yeah. It's definitely shifted and I think that shift comes down again to several things. So the skin positivity movement the normalization of real texture Mm -hmm. and skin concerns. But I think now we're also looking for um, foundation that has skincare benefits. So think tints, think concealers, all of the good stuff that's still going to give you coverage, but it's just not going to overwhelm your skin. Yeah. And I think as well it's just a matter of, you know, embracing what you look like. Like yep. there are some days when I put makeup on and I'm like, I'm just going to take all this off because I look better without it, yep. which two years ago. No way. Wouldn't have been caught actually, dead going into the actually, office with no makeup on. Like No way. There was, I have friends that we still talk about it now that we could not leave the house without full coverage foundation. Like yeah. you like just couldn't. Whereas, But again, that was the norm. That was, and that I think was a lot about that YouTube beauty community. Yes. It kind of fostered that. The power of makeup. Have yeah. you, did you see those videos? Yes. So it would be like someone posting a photo of themselves before and after and they essentially look like a completely different yeah. version. They kind of look like the Kardashians. Like it was a whole. Yeah, it was wild. Like snatched nose, yeah. snatched brow, like covering like, everything. No hate to that style. No. I know that there are still people that 
love the full coverage look, love to do full glam. And I'm just usually just jealous that I can't, don't have the skills to pull that off and would look like a clown. Um, but yeah, I definitely think most people are kind of moving to just embracing what they look like and highlighting the features they like as opposed to trying to cover everything that they don't yes, like. Exactly. And I think that's why we've seen the clean girl aesthetic become really mm. popular. Um, something that Hayley Bieber, she channels really Shout well. Out. Literally love you, Hayley. Literally. And the Kosas Concealer. I love Kosas <laughs> Concealer, even though there's a big debacle at the moment because it is a natural concealer and it can go a little bit rancid. Yeah, but apparently that was just a big de-influencing trend and people oh. have called out that it's, like, not true. Okay, see, I was freaking out. I don't know who told me that, but. Okay, um, we need. I was like, I'm oh, phew, because okay. I was like, it's my favorite concealer. Yes. I'm not getting rid of it. Okay, well, yeah. that's good because that's the only concealer I use, and I was like, I'm not giving. Yeah. <laughs> I will put mold all over my face. I don't care. <laughs> it's natural anyway. Yeah. It's fine. Exactly. Good for the skin barrier. You know, challenge it a little bit. <laughs> um, okay, so. Yes, again, beauty senses have shifted. So, yes, we are experimenting and I guess reinventing the well. So, like you said before, personally, full coverage doesn't feel me anymore, but I still think that it does, like for some people, that's what they need. Mm. And like ditching foundation completely is quite frightening and not something that you have to do because, again, the clean girl aesthetic is trending all over TikTok. So, I think it's just finding at the, at the moment what works. For you. So exactly. I think it's a healthier balance at the moment. Yeah. And that's what beauty is all about. Just finding what works for you. I mean, I put liquid lipstick on my cheeks. So I know, and then I God knows I'm a bit you. of a rule breaker. <laughs> um, as usual, all the products that we would have mentioned will be linked in the show notes below, as well as Naomi's incredible lip lining tutorial, which will also oh, be down there. Okay. And maybe her TikTok where she does her OG 2016 makeup look. Okay, I'll see if I can do <laughs> I'll work I'll on it, guys. I'll work down. on it. Um, but that is it from us today. Naomi, it was a pleasure to have you in your first episode. I loved chatting to you. Thank you for chatting with me today, Ray. Thanks for listening to Beauty Talk. If you enjoyed this episode, hit subscribe for future episodes. Leaving a review helps others find our podcast, so please tell your beauty-obsessed friends. And if you have a beauty topic that you want to learn about on the podcast, DM our beauty editors on Instagram at gritty underscore pretty. You can also join our community of beauty lovers on Facebook by searching Gritty Pretty Gang and head to grittypretty.com to join our mailing list. I promise we won't spam you. You will just receive beauty tips, tricks, and invitations to our events. This is a pro podcast production. Until next time, remember, self-care is never selfish.